Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. My dear brothers and sisters, I'd like to share a Ramadan reflection in the form of a beautiful and short story. Our mother, Aisha radiallahu anha, she makes mention, and this narration is recorded in the book of Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah. And this was during the incident of al-Ifq. Now a lot of you might be familiar about the incident of al-Ifq. Uh, the munafiqun, the hypocrites, they started to spread this rumor, this blatant lie, this slander against our mother Aisha radiallahu anha that she had indulged in zina. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he revealed ayat and established the innocence of our mother, the purity of our mother Aisha radiallahu anha. Now as the incident was unfolding, it was chaotic. People, you know, started, people, you know, with different agendas, the hypocrites, they were spreading the rumor left, right, and center, planting doubts in the minds of people. And at a juncture like this, the Prophet ﷺ was waiting for revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He goes to Zainab radiallahu anha, Zainab bint Jahsh radiallahu anha, another wife of the Prophet ﷺ. And he asks her in regards to Aisha radiallahu anha. Zainab radiallahu anha, she responds, Ya Rasulullah, ahmi sam'i wa basari. O Messenger of Allah, I protect my hearing and my sight. In other words, how can I say something that I have not seen? How can I say something that I have not heard with my own ears? Wallahi. مَا عَلِمْتُ عَلَيْهَا إِلَّا خَيْرًا By Allah, I know nothing but good about Aisha. By Allah, I know nothing but good about Aisha radiallahu anha. And Aisha radiallahu anha, in that narration towards the end, she goes on to say that وَهِيَ كَانَتْ تُسَامِينِ Zainab radiallahu anha, she was the one who would always compete with me. A healthy competition for the love of the Messenger وسلم, because you have to understand they were both wives of the Prophet وسلم, both the same age so she says she was the one who would compete with me in terms of beauty in terms of acquiring the love of the Messenger in terms of pleasing the Prophet in terms of cooking for him at every turn she was the one competing with me but when she was asked look at her response Allah protected her due to her piety, due to her righteousness. So what do we deduce from this incident, my dear brothers and sisters? You can have somebody being tarnished by the people. Okay, You have an individual and people are talking bad about this person. Now you as a believer, as a righteous slave of Allah, how are you supposed to conduct yourself? And take a moment to introspect, take a moment to reflect and think, how do people generally respond and react in today's situation, in today's landscape? We all jump onto the bandwagon, regardless of whether we know this individual or not. We don't control our tongues. We don't control our fingers, subhanAllah, when we're online in terms of typing comments and whatnot. You know, we just go on tarnishing the, the, the name of this individual, regardless of whether, like I said, whether we know this individual or not, subhanAllah. 
You see, there are so many toxic things that we need to stay away from that we learn through this narration. One is jealousy. Between the two of them, there was competition. But it did not lead Zainab anha to seize the opportunity to put down Aisha anha. You, you see, she didn't stoop to that level. Subhanallah, a lot of us, we stoop. The minute, just think about it in the corporate sector perhaps, regardless of whichever field we may be in, there is this professional jealousy, subhanallah. Just by putting the word professional before jealousy, it doesn't make it <laughs> any better, subhanallah. Jealousy is jealousy. The Prophet ﷺ, he tells us that indeed jealousy, in al-hasad, jealousy destroys and gobbles up your good deeds, just as how fire gobbles up dry firewood. If you've got dry firewood and you light it, what happens? The fire gobbles it up and uh, you know, after a while you come and look at the firewood, it's just mere ashes. Likewise, jealousy gobbles up your good deeds. Do you want to destroy your good deeds? Subhanallah. Look at how Zainab anha behaved. Look at how she reacted. Look at how she responded. Look at how wisely and how maturely she responded in terms of her righteousness, in terms of her spirituality. But you and I, we stoop. We behave so immaturely, we stoop, we stoop so low, tarnishing the name of an individual, tarnishing the reputation of an individual. In the blink of an eye, we don't even think twice. So in terms of the toxic elements, you have jealousy. Let's stay away from jealousy, my dear brothers and sisters. Then you have backbiting. Backbiting. And you know what? You know what the Quran says about backbiting? If you backbite about your brother or your sister, it's akin to eating their flesh. Cannibalism, subhanallah. It's akin to eating. Would you eat human flesh? Allahu Akbar. But then, without thinking twice, we talk bad. You see, what's the, what's the definition of backbiting? Backbiting, the definition of backbiting is to talk negatively about an individual in the absence of that individual. If that person were to be present, he would not like what you're saying about him. That is backbiting. And if you don't know whether it's true or false, and yet you go on to speak in the absence of an individual, then it's not backbiting. It's worse than backbiting. That's slander. That's what the hypocrites did in regards to Aisha. That's worse than backbiting. If it's the truth that you have spoken, let's say you're talking ill about an individual and it's the truth, then it's backbiting and it's akin to eating that individual's flesh. It's bad. If it's a lie or you don't even know whether it's true or false, but you've gone on to speak about this individual, then my dear brothers and sisters, you have to understand that you have infringed upon the rights of this individual. You have infringed, you have infringed upon hukukul ibad, the rights of the slaves. See, for example, let's say you miss a fast during the month of Ramadan. Okay? If you do it without a valid reason, it's a, it's a technical discussion, but nonetheless, uh, let's say you did it without a valid reason. Now you have done something wrong. You need to seek the forgiveness of Allah. You need to make up for the missed fast. You need to do all of that, and, and we're not undermining it. But at the end of the day, it's between you and Allah. If Allah forgives you, it's done. But when you infringe upon the rights of a fellow brother or sister, now you have breached hukuk al-ibad, the rights of the slaves, the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
So it's that serious a matter, my dear brothers and sisters in Islam. Therefore, let us learn from this story. Let us stay away from ta talking bad about others. Let us stay away from harboring negative thoughts about other individuals. Like Zainab mentioned in that hadith, Ahmi sam'i wa basari. Let us protect our eyes. Let us protect our hearing. Let us protect our tongues that we don't indulge in these things that are displeasing unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's use this month of Ramadan to strive to attain this high caliber, this high level of the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the righteous believers of Allah azza wa jal, where we, using this month of Ramadan, we train ourselves to uh, restrict our faculties. Just as how we restrict ourselves from food and drink, we restrict our faculties, our limbs, from indulging in matters that are displeasing unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah azawajal for guidance. I look forward to talking to you all in another video, inshallah. Jazakum khair. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.